Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning. I have a story of hope for you today. In the midst of all of the uncertainties that we're living with, I think we need some hopefulness. We had a family gathering this week. I have two nephews. Um, my nephew, Ben, is 29 years old. You know how some people who don't like cats, the cats want to go to them? <clears throat> my cat doesn't go to him. It runs the other direction. It knows. <clears throat> so I've trained my cat that if ever Ben is at my house, the cat's locked in the bedroom away from him just for his safety. So for our gathering, Ben showed up with a puppy. A cute little bugger. Lab and boxer mix. Probably about 10, 12 pounds, so not a newborn puppy. But what was so hopeful was seeing Ben snuggle with that puppy. On his lap, holding it like this. I kept saying, Ben, you're treating it like a cat. And, <laughs> and of course, he was cringing and dying. But I caught Ben in the ultimate embarrassing act. As he was getting out of his sleeping bag in the morning, the dog crawled out of the sleeping bag. <clears throat> I am never going to let him forget that. Um, so today I'm going to talk about decision points. It's a decision point to get a dog or a cat. Ben's going to be training this dog for a long time. For those of us with cats, it takes our cats a long time to train us. <clears throat> probably the same having children. It's a decision point that then requires daily living out that decision, every day renewing that commitment. It's the same in marriages. It's the same for me as a priest. It's the same if you start a sport, or go to college. All of these things, there's a decision point involved, but then it's the daily choices to live that commitment that is what makes it work in the long run. I've been a priest now for over 38 years. I love being a priest, and I certainly made a decision point when I went into the seminary, as did Father Tony. There was an additional decision point when I was ordained, but I can tell you there's a decision point that I make every day in renewing this commitment. Every day to live it out fully, to continue to surrender to God, to continue to give my life to this calling that I have. <clears throat> In the seasons of my life, when that's been particularly difficult, it's that ongoing decision that keeps me faithful to it. I'll tell you a little story. I think it was this last Easter. Um, we had all of our services during Holy Week and then Easter, which is exhausting. And then we had a family gathering immediately after the last Mass here. Um, so I was engaged with my whole family. When I finally got home, I took a hot shower, got into my chair, got the cat on my lap, and the phone rang. Emergency call, someone needed to be anointed. An additional decision point. I can't say that I said, oh, goody, 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 I get to do this. But I'm faithful to it because of that ongoing decision. Our second reading today is a challenging reading from Paul's letter to the Ephesians about marriage. And it says, wives be submissive or subordinate to their husbands. I've been in parishes where our lectors have refused to read that reading. 
But if you listen carefully to that reading, nobody gets off the hook. Everyone is called to give of themselves to each other, husbands to their wives, wives to their husbands. Each and every one of us, single or married, are challenged to give ourselves to those around us, dying to self in service. This is Christianity 101. Once again, it's a decision point, but it's then lived out by a renewal of that commitment day after day after day. Our first reading today from Joshua, talking about the chosen people needing to make that decision to be faithful to God, choosing to follow God, making a choice, and they agreed to do that. In the Gospel today, Jesus asks almost the same question to his closest followers. He said, are you two going to lead me? And Peter has a response. He said, to whom would we go? You have the words of everlasting life. Hear the decision point in that, and then the renewal of that decision point over and over again in our lives. One of the first prayers I was taught as a little boy by my parents was the morning offering. I still pray the traditional offering. Nod if this is the same one that you learned. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works. Anyone nodding? Okay. So it says, and what it is, is an offering of our whole life, specifically our prayers, our works, our joys, and our sufferings to the Lord. And when I pray that now, it's a part of my morning prayer every morning. I do it very deliberately and very intentionally. And as I get to those four words, I pause and I think about what that's going to mean for this day and allow that to be a renewal of that decision point to give God my prayer, my attention, my work. Literally this morning I thought about each of the masses that I would be at, people I'd be visiting with before and after mass, down in coffee and donuts, the things I have to do this afternoon. Offering all of that is my work to the Lord. Thinking about my joys, the things that I'm most grateful for, and intentionally and deliberately mentioning each one of those things as part of my morning offering to God. And my sufferings, the known and the unknown sufferings of any day, offering that to God. That's part of how we choose daily to follow Jesus, to be people who are honoring God with every part of our lives and not just relying on something from the past. You know, in some churches, in some denominations, they put a lot of emphasis on having a born-again experience or being saved. Nothing wrong with any of that. It's really important to have moments in our lives that are reaffirming that fundamental decision. But one of the things we Catholics do really well is renew that every week at Mass and hopefully in our daily prayers as well. And as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, when we do this, it becomes an anchor in our lives. And in the midst of all of the uncertainties that we have to live with, our faith in Jesus Christ is real. And it is that anchor that we so desperately need to walk through challenging times. So for your bulletin this week, I'd like to invite you to do something. I want you to look in the bulletin, and I've got that old traditional morning offering written in there. Some of you are praying it already, which is fine and dandy. If you're in the habit of just kind of rattling it off, I'm going to encourage you, for just this week at least, to try playing it, praying it slowly 
and deliberately. And doing as I mentioned, I do, where you're thinking about, what am I going to offer today in my God, with my prayer, with my work, with my joys, and my suffering? And be really intentional about offering all of that to God as a way of renewing our fundamental decision to follow Jesus. Does that sound doable? Nod your head. I can't see your smiles. Good, thank you. Don't want to wear out your necks. Good. So, as a follow-up to all of that, instead of praying the creed today, we're going to renew our baptism promises to follow Jesus. So I invite you to stand and do a resounding I do to each of these statements. And so I ask you, do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, who rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? This is our faith. We are proud to profess it in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us bring our prayers to the Lord. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.